Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hello, and welcome back to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm your host, John McNeil, and today's topic is about teaching yourself to want what you already have. And I, I, this is definitely an important concept, uh, albeit when I, when I even say it out loud, I cringe a little bit because it sounds so, you know, self-helpy BS type thing, but it really is a good topic, and it actually comes from, a, a, I believe it's a stoic principle where essentially it's it, it, it's a way to, to be happier with what you have already versus getting in the constant um, cycle of, of wants and being on that like hedonic treadmill where you're, you're constantly wanting something new uh, and you're not satisfied with what you have in life. So I do want to stress that being happy with what you have in life does not mean stop driving, stop having desire to improve and you know, be better. Just because I'm happy with what I have in life right now doesn't mean I'm going to stop working hard and trying to build my career. It's just, you. it really is more just to be satisfied with what you have and allow yourself to focus on what you have already so that way you're not chasing um, constant dopamine through just pleasure or wh- whatever it may be. So, before I get too far into the weeds, I want to give you guys an example from my personal life about that'll actually relate to health and fitness. And, you know, I, I talked about it a few times, but I was always more of the overweight kid. I was never, you know, fat Albert type guy, but I played sports, I played water polo, I played baseball, and I was always the heaviest kid on the team. Now, some of that was muscle, don't get me wrong, but a lot of it was body fat as well. So I always wanted to be like one of those skinny kids on the team who was faster, who naturally had a six pack, who was able to eat all the food in the world and not gain any weight. And I just wanted to be the opposite of what I was. I wasn't happy with the fact that I felt like I was overweight. Now, what I failed to realize at the time is most of those people, most of those skinny guys who I wanted to be like, were probably jealous of me in some form. Now, granted, they probably didn't want the belly I had, but the fact that I had some muscle mass, the fact that I was strong, the fact that that part of things came more easily to me, that's, you know, that's something that that isn't for everyone. That's not something that everyone naturally has. And I'm sure that they were just as jealous of me or wanted what I had as much as I wanted what they have. And that's that's kind of the interesting about it, thing about it. I think for most people, and I don't think this is necessarily a, you know, a scientific law or anything like that, but I, I think because of the way that humans are built, we're always looking to 
constantly improve and constantly build. It's it's part of our evol- evolutionary nature to continue to, you know, improve our shelter, improve our society, stuff like that. And, and that's all important. But we got to remember what's in our control versus what's not. And that's where that that's the thing that's important. And metabolism, for the most part, is not something within your control. Now, that being said, I can still work to lose weight, but just on a on a level playing field, if I had the same diet as that person, if if everything were controlled, if I have, you know, skinny water polo player over skinny water polo player over here and me on the other side, if we had the exact same diet controlled perfectly with the same amount of exercise and everything, we would still look completely different. Yet, granted, I would likely lose some weight in that situation. And they might put on some weight if it were a high enough protein diet or whatever the situation may be. But it doesn't matter what we do in that situation. It, it, it really comes down to the genetic component of things. And being that some people have a faster metabolism and have a harder time putting on muscle and weight. And other people have a slower metabolism, but are able to put on muscle and weight more easily, which is a benefit because being stronger is a good thing. But the the flip side there is if I, I'm, I'm of this camp where if I eat too much food, I put on the weight right away. I can build strength super easily, but I can also add unwanted body fat. Whereas on the opposite side, they may be able to, you know, increase some strength, but they don't get the muscle growth they want to see that they would get jealous of me for having. And that's where it's important to, to want what you already have is cool. I've got strength. I should be proud of that. I'm happy that I've got the strength. You know, I want to be a little skinnier. I want to lose more weight and be leaner. But the advantage I have to have been born with a slower metabolism is I have to learn all these healthy habits. I have to learn how to control my portions, how to be a better, uh, more balanced individual in terms of health and fitness. Because my metabolism teaches me that if I, you know, it's a very, very clear example. Like if I eat poorly, I don't look good. And having body fat on your body is a pretty clear sign you're unhealthy. So being more overweight, it's pretty easy for me to tell, hey, something's off. You need to work on getting back in shape. Whereas on the flip side, you know, if you're skinny, again, you're not going to put on weight, which is a, it's a bonus. That's great. You can, you know, eat whatever you want and still be skinny. That That's cool in that sense. But on the flip side, you, you are adding weight. Like it, at some point, you will be adding fat cells to around your organs. So you may not have like the gut that I did, but there may be fat around your organs. And that's dangerous in its own because you don't necessarily see it as much. And that's where the issues come in is, is the, the, the biggest issues with fat are the ones surrounding the organs because that's where you have an opportunity for clots and stuff like that. And if you don't see it, like where on me, you can pretty clearly see there's fat. On a, on a person like that, on a skinny person, it, it may just go around the organs and not be as visible. So it's one of those things where if you don't know something's wrong, something could go wrong. It's like you're not check, you're assuming the engine's running properly because you don't see smoke coming out of it. Whereas at least when you're overweight, the smoke is, is pretty clear. But either way, so that that's the that's the point of this is there's not a no one has a okay, not no one, but very, very, very few people have perfect genetics that will allow them to just build the greatest physique in the world. And 
those people have at this point started to gravitate towards bodybuilding. So it's pretty clear who those people are. And for the most part, you guys, we're, we're probably not that. Most of us probably aren't. But we do have strengths. We have weaknesses. And it's all about accepting those and not just focusing on those. Don't get me wrong. Like my body type, I have long arms and short legs. So in terms of, you know, exercises that I'll be good at is going to be more deadlifts. Deadlifts would be the, the primary exercise that, you know, I have an advantage on because of the way my body's built. Don't talk to me about bench press or pull-ups or anything like that because my arms are, I have a, I think, four inch longer wingspan or two inch, two inches. I forget, my wingspan is longer than the actual height of my body. So when that's when I'm doing a pull-up, when I'm doing a push-up, that means I have to travel two, three, four inches farther than a normal person, which that just means I'm never going to be the best person in the world at doing push-ups and pull-ups. That doesn't mean I can't get better at them. I can still work on them and improve and better myself. But to sit there and be frustrated that... This sucks. My arms are too long. I'll never be able to do 100 pull-ups at once, so I might as well not even try. That's the approach I'm trying to avoid. That's where I want you to understand. Like, look, you've got... Everyone has... Not everyone. I'm sure there are people who were born, you know, disabled and had to be in a wheelchair their entire life. And I'm sure there may be some advantages you can talk about there. But for the most part, for an average individual... You're going to have some advantages and disadvantages to your genetics, to your body, to your your exercise ability, whatever the case may be. But you have some strengths, too. So make sure you're, you're emphasizing those. Make sure you're aware of those. And be proud of what you already have. If your body's great at deadlifting like mine, sweet. That's awesome. I love deadlifting. It's It's a cool thing to do. But that doesn't mean I don't bench. That doesn't mean I don't squat. I still work on the stuff that I'm weak about. But I'm grateful that, at least for this one specific lift, for the deadlift, I don't have to work as hard as other people to hit my max. Like, I can do over 400 pounds, and that's without putting in a ton of effort into it. So that's cool. Granted, if I put, like, I put more effort into squats, and it doesn't go as well. Same with bench. But at least with the deadlift... I have an advantage there. So I'm grateful for that. And I'm sure you all have something you're naturally good at, whether it's something physical, whether it's mental, we all have that gift. And it's about being appreciative of what you have and not looking so far into the future all the time. Again, there there is the time and the place to continue to build and to grow yourself. I'm not saying to say to stay sac I'm not saying to stay stagnant. But what I am saying is to appreciate what you already have and use that to continue to build. Because if you're constantly dogging yourself and saying that you're you're worthless and all that, you're not going to improve. So appreciate what you do have, work on your weaknesses, and you'll continue to be a better version of yourself day after day. So that's everything I have for you guys today. Once again, this has been the Fitness Ethos Podcast, and I'm your host, John McNeil. Thanks, everyone.